Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research that can help you lose weight, be healthier, and live longer better. Because we all want that, right? Gosh, I think health really has to be our hobby these days. The modern society's voice is just at odds with having a long, healthy life and being our best. Well, today, I'm going to cover a real basic that is vastly overlooked, or the advice is old and outdated, and therefore, a lot of wrong assumptions are made. Because health really does come down to some real basics. And one of the basics is that you need enough protein to make everything in your body. Protein has the building blocks of amino acids that builds everything. You need it for everything you see, hair, skin, nails, and things you don't see, bones, immune cells, anti-inflammatory compounds, sex hormones, thyroid hormones, everything. So today, I'm going to blow some myths right out of the water on protein and give you the facts on protein so you can be sure you're getting that covered every day. And I'm going to help you figure out if you're getting the right amount and getting it from maybe the right sources. So because without enough protein in your diet, your body is going to steal it from where it stores it your hair, your skin, your nails, your muscles, your bones, and organs. And protein also keeps your immune system from being weak. And in this post-pandemic age, we really need to pay attention to what our immune system really needs. So if you're catching COVID again and again and again, or if you have a cough that won't go away, Maybe your immune system needs more protein. Let's see. You may think you get enough protein, but do you? In a nutritional exam, we look at the obvious to see what your protein status is. Looking at your hair, your skin, your nails, your muscles. But sometimes there are only subtle clues. Maybe look at the body. Are you having trouble with your hair? Maybe you've tried all the vitamins, had your thyroid tested, but yet your hair is still thinning. You take digestive enzymes and add calcium, and your nails are still peeling. Maybe you exercise, but you don't develop any muscles. In fact, where are the muscles? Is your skin saggy? Maybe you think, that's not a problem. You really don't care, but because it's just cosmetic, but it's not just cosmetic. That's the very least of it. But boy, oh boy, your outside reflects what's going on inside. Everything, every hormone, every synapse, every immune cell needs protein, not to mention your muscles. So let's look at the myths and dig into the truth. So the first myth about protein is Americans get too much protein. We need to be vegetarian and save the planet. And the further myth, diet daily protein needs for healthy adults are only 46 grams for women and 56 grams for men. And again, most Americans get too much protein. Oh boy, where do I begin here? Now, mind you, I was a vegetarian for seven years. Never missed protein. In fact, my taste buds loved all those carbs. But 
they didn't love me back, as Dr. Daniel Amen would say. But when I went back to eating a little animal protein, I was just plain healthier. And I'm not saying you can't be a healthy vegetarian, but most vegetarians eat a lot of grains and not organic either. Today's grains are loaded with pesticides and herbicides and things you just don't want for a healthy gut, for toxin avoidance, for immunity. You name it, most vegetarians get way too many refined carbs and don't have a quality diet. Just saying. It takes a lot of work. And you need to be good at calculations. I get the whole vegan philosophy. I love my pets. And in the Garden of Eden, we didn't need animal protein. But in reality, we are at the top of the food chain. And if you even just look at our teeth, we are designed for eating meat. Our body doesn't, it, re, it really just needs a little animal protein. We are not like gorillas that can eat fruit all day. I know, darn it. But I have to give my body the best of what it thrives on so it can give me the best. So fact number one, according to the 2015-2020 Dietary Guidelines for Americans, while it's true that most Americans may exceed the basic minimal recommendations for protein intake that were suggested in the 1950s, 40% of the Americans fall short of even the basic minimum. 40%. And as a dietitian, I know the recommended daily intake isn't the same for everybody. It depends on your age, your weight, your height, your health, and your activity. And mind you, that is the basic minimal that 40% fall short of. And those basic minimal recommendations are based on assumptions from the 50s. Research has found that the term adequate that was used isn't the same as optimal. The RDA for vitamins, minerals, protein, and all those things are defined as the level required to offset deficiency in 98% of the people but may do very little to assure optimal health. And that's what I'm after. The vitamin C recommendation will prevent scurvy, but that's about it. So with with protein, I'm after optimal. Maintaining and building muscle mass needs optimal nutrition, especially as we get older and muscle synthesis and protein absorption and utilization isn't quite as robust. So fact number two, according to the latest dietary guidelines for Americans, most healthy adults should get between 35, well, no, sorry, 10 and 35% of their calories from protein. Now, I don't take that as much of a good recommendation because it's way too wide. I mean, really, 10 to 35%, the perspective according to those guidelines, means that a larger person who needs 2,000 calories a day would need to consume between 50 and 175 grams of protein per day. Really, 50 to 175? That's too broad. And a smaller person who needs maybe 1,200 calories could be as high as 105 grams of protein. We need better guidelines. So for better guidance... Another fact, from the American College of Sports Medicine, 
they were going to recommend consuming between 1.2 and 2 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. That would be over double what the 2020 guidelines suggest. What to do? And we have to dig in and actually figure out kilograms. Really? Why do they use that? You know, so consider that, and this is another big point, adults lose 1% of muscle mass per year, per year after age 30 or 40. And that rate picks up speed after age 60. (laughs) So by the time you're 70, you could have lost at least 30% of your muscle. Now that's no joke. And get this, current research has found that there's no such thing as metabolism decreasing as we age. And menopause doesn't tank metabolism. It is a loss of muscle. That's the guilty party. Yeah, we need to weight train. And that makes sense. Muscles burn calories 24-7. And when you lose muscle, we gain fat, usually around the waistline. And that doesn't burn many calories at all. So, of course, metabolism goes down when you don't have muscles. And the older you get, if you do nothing to stop it, your body starts losing muscle mass faster than it gains it. And losing muscle mass is serious. It's not a cosmetic issue. It is a cause of reduced mobility, increased risk of falls, decreasing quality of life, and research finds association with frailty, slower walking speed, which correlates to brain shrinkage, but also fatigue is associated with less muscles and, of course, the memory problems. So how do we prevent muscle loss? Can we prevent this? Totally, yes. But muscles need more than adequate protein to maintain their size and strength and to prevent muscle breakdown of hair, skin, nails. And we need to get the protein for more than just survival. Bottom line, if you don't eat enough protein, your body is going to burn existing tissue for fuel. At the latest conference, the biggest take-home message I got was the biggest factor in aging well is muscle mass. And it takes protein to build muscle. Believe me, I upped not only my protein, but my weight training schedule. Since that latest research shows that the biggest attribute associated with longevity is muscle mass, I have joked that my goal is to live to be 100, know I'm there, and glad I'm there. That takes work. If you want to live a long and healthy life, you got to have muscle. And we don't build muscle by walking or even running. That's aerobic. And that's it's good for your heart. You got to do that. But what about all the other muscles? You got to work them. The best thing we can do to reverse this muscle mass is weight training and getting enough protein. For most people, we are getting the bare minimum, if you're lucky, of 75 grams. And then with lifting weights two to three times a week, you are golden. 
Muscles do so much for us. You know, it like burns fat. The more muscle you have, the better your metabolism is, you know. But if you've got excess fat, that just hangs out. It's not metabolically active, and it doesn't burn many calories at all, a couple. But muscle is fat burning. You're going to burn 24-7. Okay, so then research recommends that people who exercise regularly need more protein. Because when you stress the muscle, you're breaking it down and it needs to rebuild, which takes more muscle or more protein. So the recommendations go up when we exercise. Now, how are you going to figure that out? We know the American guidelines use kilograms. I don't know why, because we use pounds in America. So we have to convert everything. So here's how you do it. To convert your weight to pounds in pounds to kilograms, you have to take your weight and divide by 2.2. So 150 pound person divided by 2.2, that's 68 kilograms. Making the recommendation again, somewhere for protein, somewhere between 68 grams and 102 grams of protein. And you got to go higher as you age and with exercise. In meal terms, for many adults, this means aiming for over 30 grams per meal. This is going to maximize your body's repairing and rebuilding. And you've got to spread it out. You can't just clump it all together. So 30 grams. Now, mind you, that's the minimum. You need more as you get older, but getting 30, 40 grams per meal is really good. And if you have cereal or toast for breakfast, little protein there. If you have a peanut butter sandwich for lunch, that's an incomplete protein. You're lucky to get 10 grams because you're lacking some amino acids. If you have a decent dinner, I mean, you're grossly under your protein requirement. You got to, you got to do more. You got to take a shake. And yesterday on Facebook, I had a great egg muffin recipe. Each one had 17 grams of protein. Wow. So I'll bet if you were to add it up, you would see you are pretty darn low. So bottom line, on protein, you need more. There's another myth that it's hard on the bones and kidneys. I'll go more into this next week because it's totally wrong. American um, Kidney Association and the Osteoporosis Foundation shows no adverse effects. And I'll give you that chapter and verse next week. But that's all we have time for today. You know, if you need help with any of this, diet or exercise, you might want to consider joining my 28-day program in May. We take baby steps in the right direction. So if you need to lose a few or a lot, if you need to start exercising or want to start eating better, yeah, might want to join us. We have a lot of fun too. So I hope this helped you or someone you love. And as always, if you want to listen again, you can go to my website, debford.com or on iTunes. It's under Today's Nutrition. Have a great day and remember, Eat your protein.